0: Friday, March 3rd, 2023, and Prime is live. Uh, the Prime token is actively being traded on multiple exchanges now, and it's uh, been launched on DEXs as well. So there's been a lot of price action today, a lot of interesting uh, tweets about the token being launched. some Some folks coming out of the woodwork that we haven't seen in a while, Uh, But it's really good to see all the attention on the token as we drive towards uh, further game adoption. Um, Speaking of which, the closed alpha is open. Uh, So yesterday, Kalos tweeted that 3,000 games have already been played within the first 24 hours, which is just a ton. Like, that's a shitload. Uh, and there's only a, you know, a handful, a few hundred of uh, testers inside of the alpha clients. So it's really interesting and exciting because I believe that many people that are playing the game now see just how addicting it is and, and just how fun it is. Um, and as somebody that has been testing the game and helping the team out for the last you know, eight, nine months, uh, got gray box Access before the alpha client it's really convenient to queue up literally any time of the day and having people to play against. So, um, that's been, that's been nice to see because, uh, in the past, we kind of had to schedule things with each other and, uh, get in the queue at the same time. Uh, but now it's just chock full of, of people that we can farm. There are tons of people learning, uh, too. So the discord is very active for the alpha, uh, client. There's lots of, um, conversations just about cards and decks and things like that so anything you'd expect uh with the alpha um people are talking about it uh within that discord and uh there are lots of tweets uh people talking about grinding some people you know playing hooky from work or uh skipping school so uh we don't advise you do any of those things but uh you're adults you can uh you control your own destiny go ahead and 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 make those adult choices for yourself uh Circling back to the Prime launch, I think uh, pretty much everybody is, uh, is really excited about that. Uh, it launched on Coinbase, Gate uh, Gate.io, I believe. And um, there's been a lot of um, a- price action there. Uh, the token was first launched on a DEX in the morning. And um, after shortly thereafter, Echelon sent an update. Uh, to the community, letting people know that it was live and uh, provided some context around the token allotments for launch partners as those had changed as they tried to work through the weekend and, and early part of the week to get the token up and, uh, up and available. So uh, in, in addition to that work that they did, they updated the token tracker on Echelon. So if you go to echelon.io and you look at the token, um, you'll now see price associated with the token, um, which is cool. Cause it's been a few months where it's just been that steady straight line horizontal. Um, so circling back to something we talked about last week, prime event five is complete. Uh, so prime is available to climb and claim and not all prime has been claimed. So remember to do that if you haven't already done that yet. Uh, another reminder syncs were paused 40 hours in advance of the, uh, token launch, uh, have not received an official announcement yet uh, at uh, at time of recording of the podcast that they've been turned up, back on, but they should be turned back on soon. So if you're you're interested in Seeking more prime, uh, creating autographs or uh, hitting payload uh, and degenning, you know uh, you should be able to do that pretty soon. And then the last thing is the Echelon Foundation elections are uh, basically kicked off. Panels will start this week. A, they will run through next week, and then uh, the community moves on to voting. So, <clears throat> those are the highlights. Uh, there's a a lot more going on. There's a lot more uh, news and, and announcements and stuff like that. But that's really what um, is is happening in the parallel community and and echelon community, and kind of rounds out our community quick hits um, portion of the podcast. Now. Uh, I'm excited to welcome on a new guest, uh, somebody that is very well known in the parallel parallel, and echelon communities, somebody who's been around for a long time, uh, helped many a user figure out uh, if they like the cards or not, uh, maybe helped them check the chain once or twice, and uh, knocked out a few support tickets in his day. Um, so that is uh, the famous Bhavan. Bhavan, how are you doing today?
1: G motherfucking M. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the patented the patented GM greeting. I love it. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Prime is is uh live. We're we're living in a new world where the tokens unlocked and um I'm just excited. Like the team has been working their asses off. And I think Goldie and I talk about this every single episode, but um the this this point in time has been has been a, a point on the calendar a day that everybody's had marked for a while. So now that it's actually here, it feels kind of surreal, to be honest.
1: I'm like, it has been, what, eight months since, what, July 18th of last year when you first got your first Prime token in your wallet to now, and speculating and reading the papers and just waiting for this day. Yeah. Right. And there's many more days to come in terms of game development and full game launch.
0: Absolutely. Well, and you know, it feels like uh you watch other projects launch tokens or hit milestones and you're like, all right, well, you know, as soon as Prime launches, you know, people will be excited, they'll be thrilled. Um, the community will be just ecstatic. And I think so far, like generally that's been the reception is is general excitement. Um, but as you alluded to, this is, is literally is just the beginning. It is day one of the token launch and Um, it's day two of the alpha client, uh, release. So the closed alpha, uh, release. So we're just going to continue to see those, um, tailwinds as, uh, as we move forward.
1: And there's nothing more exciting than just being able to go up and queue and see names that you've never seen before playing the game. I lost one of my first games against someone new. It happens. It was fun and I want more of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to learn new things from different people, right? Like it's only been a very small closed group that's had their hands on this. And now we have hundreds of people that are going to try new things, try different things. And it's going to change the meta and uh, change your experience.
1: Yes. Yes. Totally agree with that. Um, Many, these, these fools who have joined (laughs) might be better than me. I don't know. Like, (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. We'll
0: see that modesty is uh that's you you're known for that. So, we'll see. Uh I, I doubt that they're going to outstrip you and Astro in, in terms of your abilities. Or I th- I'd throw Beal in there too. Um but let's before we dive in further to Parallel because that's, you know, what that's what we're going to talk about in, in Echelon as well. Uh let's talk about you just a little bit. Um what's your background? Tell us tell us about yourself so the community can kind of get to know you just a little bit
1: more. Um my name is Bobin. I'm currently a DGEN that plays parallel all day. Um <laughs> like to trade NFTs. Used to be a freelance photographer, and yeah, that's me.
0: And you you got into NFTs uh relatively early, right?
1: Yeah. Um like I said, I was a freelance photographer, so a lot of us around quarantine and COVID. We were looking at um just like places to hang out and we found out Clubhouse. A lot of us were already into crypto. Clubhouse started rotating, like it was just a bunch of artists hanging out together mm-hmm. speaking. And um someone someone heard about NFTs. Everyone else got intrigued. People started learning about it. I started buying my friend's art because they started minting it, and and then I found out that other things exist in terms of entities and not just purely art, and I started becoming a D-Gen.
0: <laughs> and uh, and you you said that that's how you found out about parallel. That's how you got into it, right?
1: Yeah. So in those clubhouse days, I don't remember the room name, but I do remember like the parallel team coming in there and be like hey we heard about nfts we want to make a game we sound like this is a new technology that would help the gaming industry further and being able to trade cards online digitally and have value what does everyone think about it and i'm like me and everyone else looked at each other and we're like that sounds fucking epic (laughs)
0: it just so it just made sense, right?
1: Yeah, it made sense. Um and they ended up doing it and look at where we are now. So <laughs> yeah. I uh
0: I think that's kind of the thing for most of us that are interested in the game and um the token is like, okay, we've played a lot of video games our our entire lives. We've we've spent a lot of money on video games too, uh, skins or games themselves or what have you. Um, and we get a lot of enjoyment out of it, right? Like that's the key exchange, right? We yes. get to play the game. It's a lot of fun. It's a, we think it's a good use of our time, <laughs> but, um, this, technology kind of this leap has enabled people to okay now you can play the game you can collect cards and then eventually you can actually get a return on both your time and the money that you spent um because those cards are transferable uh and sell and sellable so um yeah that's i think that's kind of one of those key linchpins for people that key points that like oh okay i can i can understand how this will work because i've played games my my whole life i know what it means to spend ten dollars for a battle pass and get nothing from it <laughs> like uh this this will
1: uh i will say i've spent way more than ten dollars on a battle pass <laughs> many times in many games with no return except enjoyment um and now it's like technically in the closed alpha right now they are testing very low percent of prime emissions to make sure everything works. So I've made more money in parallel by playing parallel than in any other game.
0: There you go. Yeah the closed alpha is uh positive EV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: sure the Card Econ bros would love to hear that, right?
1: Positive EV. You yep. heard that?
0: Loud and loud and clear. Um well <laughs> so we talked a little bit about how you got into parallel so let's just go with one of the basic questions we ask everybody what is your favorite card and uh, we can break that into two categories what's your favorite card in game and what's your favorite card art
1: in game i would probably have to say unstable drone as i am a marcolian maxi shout out fitch (laughs) um and why is it that good It's a three-cost card that has two attack and three health. Defender. And it has an ability that makes it a little bit stronger than a normal three-cost card. So, like, I'll read out the ability here is... When this unit dies, deal damage equal to its attack... I'm sorry. Deal damage equal to its attack to an enemy unit of your choice. So... It kind of has a unique effect or ability on it where when it dies, so already soaking up three damage, it can deal a little bit more damage to another unit of theirs and further empowering you on your journey of a, of a win.
0: So you're not just trading cards at that point um, or you're not just losing board presence at that point. The opponent's losing boards board presence too. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So be be careful when you attack Unstable Drone, guys. (laughs) Just be aware. Um, Okay. So, all right. We talked about in game. Uh, We talked about the Unstable Drone and why it was uh, your favorite card in game. Let's talk about just from an art perspective what is your favorite card and why?
1: I would probably have to go with Anti Organic Pulse. I If you look at the art um in depth you would see that it's like a giant augenkor robot I don't know if they, that that robot has a name but it's in this like fog of s- some weird smoke or dust with a whole bunch of Marcolian units dead around it and I just see that card it speaks to me I like the art. We love the artist. Right. Shout out Crispier who made it. I don't know. It's it's a nice card.
0: It looks good. And um as a Shroud Maxi, I am I can endorse all the dead Marcolians. So thank you for calling that out.
1: I see those dead marcolians and I'm embraced and I want I just want to stand up and kill them all. <laughs> I kill everyone else, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a beautiful card. I, I remember that ahead of PD5 and being like, yeah, uh, I want to pull the MP. Like, this is, this card's badass. I don't care. I don't literally don't care what it does in game. I just want to look at it.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that was me with, like, PD4 and Crackshot. I saw Crackshot. I saw that art. Did not know what it did. I was like, I want that. I want that. <laughs> I want that.
0: Uh, insert Napoleon Dynamite quote. Um, well, cool. Thank you for sharing that. It's good to know kind of what your your likes and dislikes are, um, or at least your likes. Uh, we might we might actually talk about your dislikes. What actually? Let's do that. What game? What card do you like the least in game right
1: now? Erasure. Erasure. <laughs> uh, I just hate shroud. Yeah. Fuck the shroud. Banish the shroud. <laughs> Please, Carson, they're gone. They're off the shroud. We'll we'll edit this part out. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> no, keep it in. No no shroud slander. No shroud slander.
1: No, no, no. Keep
0: it in. <laughs> well, you've been recognized as one of the better players of Parallel. Uh, have you played any card games before?
1: Growing up, I did play a very tiny bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! Never understood it. It was just because I liked opening packs. My cousins like opening packs, hmm. we got packs for free from my dad. Open them. Yep. Try to learn. No internet, you know. Um. So I never actually got into Yu-Gi-Oh! So, but later down the line in my life, I discovered Hearthstone while while it was in its beta. Okay. And I took my mom's credit card and went on eBay and I bought a beta key <laughs> to get access to the beta. <laughs> um and started playing the beta hearthstone um so prior to that barely any experience i played for like a year and a half um i hit legend don't remember where in legend i hit and then i, I really st- just stopped playing hearthstone because i was playing as a free-to-play player mm. i they came out with a new expansion stopped allowing the old expansion to be played and i don't have the cards and i didn't want to grind anymore mm-hmm. so that's my that's my tcg experience
0: interesting i i you know hearthstone or magic the gathering i've heard a lot of people say that they have that experience that are interested in parallel so um you know i didn't play magic uh but i did buy some packs i did rip some packs back in the day and there's something about just ripping packs that no matter what you just, it's a lot of fun because you never know what you're going to get, uh, which is why I think the pack drops were always so um, hotly contested and popular with the community.
1: Oh, we like the pack drops. We like the cards, uh, especially pa- uh, pack drop four, best pack drop ever. Oh, you know?
0: Wait, wait, why is that?
1: <laughs> Pulled an MP while at work. <laughs> Let's go. Ended up calling out of work, went home, cried a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, good memories. Really good I remember you doing that. Um I remember screaming in the house. Uh we, we were I
1: remember a lot of screaming. Like <laughs> for for people listening, I we we used to do after every pack drop go into a Discord voice channel and everyone would be streaming ripping opening their packs and I ended up doing it that one time and it was a memorable event for me and everyone watching.
0: And my wife was like, uh, "What are you doing? Are you okay?" I was like, <laughs> "Hey, babe, you you this this friend of mine just ripped this pack and pulled an MP. It's a it's a big deal." She's like, "Oh, okay, exciting. Could you keep it down?" It's like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I can." Uh, well, that's that's awesome. Um, looking forward to maybe future pack drops uh, when expansions happen. You know, TBD. Right? Planet Fall. Yeah.
1: Whenever Planet Fall comes out. I'm excited for the new cards, but we have all these cards too to keep us occupied in the meantime.
0: Oh yeah, we're super. We're going to be busy for a while.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I, I actually think I might get overwhelmed when all the new cards start to drop or, and the, the expansion happens in the future. Um, that's a, it's a lot. There's, I believe there's, uh, three hundred forty plus cards in the base set, uh,
1: some somewhere around there. I Don't know the exact number. Uh, with tokens it probably is around there okay uh but i don't know just off the top of my head and seeing those graphs uh graphics posted on twitter it's always around like 280 maybe closer to 300 mm-hmm. and then with tokens i would say maybe 340 okay
0: yeah we'll have to double check and get an exact number and I'll i'll bring that up in the next episode um well cool uh What's, uh, let's talk more about the game. So you're obviously, uh, you've been playing quite a bit. What's a, one strategic thing that future players of Parallel should know?
1: Knowing all the cards in the game. I know it sounds super basic, but like, think about it like chess, right? If you started playing chess and did not know a queen can move in any way with at it within a limited amount of squares, like you would not know how to play around it. So if you're in a game and you're versing a Marcolian, if you don't know the Marcolian cards or what they possibly can do, you have no way to protect yourself. So know the cards.
0: That's good advice. Know thy enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, well, Let's talk about where where you're gonna rank here. you're obviously you were at the top of the leaderboard before the uh closed alpha started. Where are you at now?
1: um I think it currently I'm top ten nice. I don't know. um I was playing right before I hopped on here. <laughs> I didn't check where I ended up being, but currently top ten, I really think people who new the newcomers that came in will be grinding and give me a run for my money maybe maybe i'll host a like a cage math cage match and bet some prime with someone who knows i know bounty is hunting wardens right now so (laughs) nice what if hey bounty you want to play 10 prime each winner takes all let's go
0: there we go we got stakes i love it well that's the thing like you know folks are going to get in there and grind they're going to get better but you're a wily old veteran i think you're going to keep your top spot for a while well let's diverge a little bit on the parallel talk let's talk about other games doesn't have to be a card game um could be really anything could be a fps could be a mmorpg what other games are you playing right
1: now so i am playing hogwarts legacy i read the books as a kid this is like one of the games that you always thought of like, oh yeah, there's a new Hogwarts game that came out and like or a Harry Potter game that came out on PS2. And like a lot of them would I would say were underwhelming. Mm-hmm. This came out. The story is great. <laughs> it looks amazing. Having fun, just riding around in Broom. I'm hoping Quidditch comes soon. So I can play with some friends. I'm hoping multiplayer comes soon, but it's a very fun, chill game to do just to end your night on. So that, I'm also that's that's playing. Like,
0: sorry, I don't I don't want to uh, interrupt <laughs> you, but I do want to stop you and focus a little bit more on on Hogwarts because a lot of the other uh, wardens and team members uh, parallel are playing it right now too. So when you say you're you're hoping for like uh, multiplayer, what what would be a scenario aside from Quidditch? Because I understand you know how that would probably work, but what would you do in multiplayer mode in Hogwarts?
1: Just give me the ability. So we'll walk around killing some goblins with CL, <laughs> and we'll just go, Accio, Ascendo, Abracadabra. <laughs> Who cares? Like, we're just trying to have fun, like, you know, like hanging with the homies. That's like what the game is about, right? Yeah, going
0: goblin mode on goblins.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Okay, okay, got it. All right, I, I think I have the picture. All right, what, what other games are you playing right now?
1: Um, been playing a lot of Rocket League, been playing overwatch and overwatch is a game i don't really grind it's just a game that it's a fun shooter casual stakes aren't high in it and i'm um, just every night group of five guys we rock out we play until light break sometimes it's pretty <laughs> unhealthy they also have a way of taking my credit card and um me buy skins but overwatch overwatch 2 is a pretty good game fun
0: all right do you ever play uh overwatch with astro I mean, he's pretty cracked at shooters
1: no i don't want to play overwatch with astro sorry <laughs> uh like i said i hang out with the homies i don't like being too sweaty in most games okay paro might be different got it but overwatch is overwatch 2 i'm playing with people who are cracked yeah. or not cracked. i don't really care we're having a good time yeah
0: that makes sense okay all right well let's let's kind of circle back to parallel, but um, a topic that's like around parallel is a lot happens in the discord server. Uh, it takes a lot of hard work and effort to have a good discord community, which parallel has, how did you become good at being a discord uh, moderator? And how did you learn how to essentially create a good community give it in you know give credit to cl and the team for obviously running it um, themselves but i think you have had a lot of impact in helping to manage it and and get the settings right all
1: right don't give me credit for community i did not create this community (laughs) it was it was something i joined okay all right um but like in terms of security and management um it really started. I found out about Discord in 2015, just because uh, at the time before that, before Discord, there was no good way. I'm like, there was TeamSpeak, there was Mumble, there was Skype to like, if you're playing, if you're a PC gamer, there was no good way to do like a voice chat and text chat and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Discord came out, they advertised to the gamers. I started using it. Me and all my friends we we really liked it. And at first, I'm like. It wasn't really community-based. It was just like, oh yeah, it's just like friends. Like, this is my server. Come, you're a homie. We're playing games. Like it was one channel, one voice channel. That is all. Wow. Um, as the years grew by and I really got into Rocket League, I got into Rocket League trading. Hmm. And trading the skins in Rocket League, learning the market of Rocket League skins and trading that found out that there was a whole discord server for rocket league trading ended up being very active in it ended up supporting in there and i think that's where like okay my knowledge of discord really grew and it was just like oh yeah there this is a discord server of a hundred thousand people everyone's trading we're doing middleman services like how do you manage this like you by doing it um so i didn't really learn by studying a book there's no discord book right maybe there is if there is reach out to me i'll read it um
0: <laughs> or reach, but out, or it will reach s- out to him
1: he, he can help write it uh probably not <laughs> uh, um so it's like after what two years of doing that it was just like mm-hmm. you just learn you pick up the small things but right now what it's been seven years that i've been using discord and well wow. it's just knowledge of just being on the platform for a very long time
0: Okay. So what makes a good server versus a bad server? If you could pick one thing, security. Yeah.
1: Yeah, security. Um especially like if it's when we talk about server, are you talking about a community server? Then yes, right? It, otherwise there's never a good or a bad server. My channel that well, my server when I first started was one one VC and one text channel. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that a bad server? It was it fit my use case, right? So
0: sure. Yeah. No, I think I think you, you captured kind of what I was driving towards, uh, which was like, how do you make the experience of that server the best? And it sounds like security ensures that whoever whatever you want to do within that server is safe and protected. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So two two more questions for you. First one is what about parallel? Has you most excited this year in 2023?
1: Besides the game coming out, I like I'm excited for the comics. Okay, because I really want to know the lore, right? What makes the the lore is like the secret backbone of the game, mm-hmm. right? So like the lore around Hearthstone is like based off of, off of like World of Warcraft and that IP, mm-hmm. right? So the lore of this game, learning why why is Catherine a mad general, right? Why is what makes tell me the story behind the scar on a character right yeah, yeah. um so why is why is Gafar always smoking a peace pipe who knows right <laughs> give me that lore because like me learning that will also just make me will make me fall even more in love with parallel yeah right and like when we first when we first even heard about parallel like before ps15 uh it was like there was some lore about the priming. And what happened and then the art, right? The art is really drew like it draws you in, yeah. You see the art, catches your eye, you see the lore, and you're n- you're not thinking about it. Yep. And you wanna know more. So what am I excited for twenty twenty three? The lore and art. More comics, please. <laughs> uh I know, I know they had recently tweeted out a new cover. It looked amazing. Yeah. Now I want to read it.
0: That's right. The cathari cover, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That looks awesome. Cool. Well, I'm excited about that too. I can't wait to talk about it and read it and, and discuss. Um, there's a lot to, to learn. Like you said, what are the stories behind the characters? Yeah. Okay. Uh, last question. I learned about this when I, about this, about you when I came to NFT NYC, uh, I learned that you have uh, access to a very delicious chai Uh, and so for all of our listeners out there Bob and graced us with uh, a recipe uh, of of chai that's a mix of spices that his family uses and it was pretty much the best thing we could have ever had Um, especially (laughs) for a lot of hungover people too Um, (laughs) Because it was in the morning. <laughs> so, Bobin, what makes a good chai? If you if you can tell us uh, without revealing too many secrets.
1: Okay. So first of all, I would I want to thank you for not saying chai tea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because chai chai is chai, right? Chai means tea. So when you say chai tea, you're saying tt. That's <laughs> that does not make sense, right? In other languages, tt is not is it's a bad word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so chai. Thank you. What makes a good cup of chai? Time. Mm-hmm. Um. When, I, when I'm when when I'm making cups, I know how good it will be, depending on how long I'm taking to make it. Right. So, you take your leaf, you put it, you put it into the pot of water. Put your spices in your ginger and um, black pepper, cardamom, saffron. Like you put all the stuff in there, and it would be. Mm-hmm. When I'm in a rush, I'll let it boil for like four minutes. When I'm not in a rush, I'll boil it for like fifty minutes. And there's a vast difference on the how, how the flavors get extracted, and that's what makes it good. Right? Interesting. Um, yeah, so time. Time is time. the way. Time and love, I guess. Okay. Also, you all when you're one like bonus tip if you're making this at home stare the, stare at the pot because the moment you stop staring is when it boils over out of the pot <laughs> for some reason no matter what
0: <laughs> so the old saying a watch pot never boils is untrue
1: uh, i've never heard that and really, really don't understand that what okay. yeah, watch pot never boils
0: yeah so like if you stare at a pot and you're like hey i need this pot of of water to boil uh it won't do that but the moment you look away it will
1: uh so in my scenario I it's boiling the whole time, right? And you have to manage it so it doesn't boil over, right? Oh, okay. Right? So it's like uh a watch pot never boils over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? Because I I feel like the moment I will look away, even if it's not even boiling yet, it'll boil over. And I'm like all right, now I have to clean this mess up. Boil over prevention. <laughs> yes.
0: Nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that wisdom with us, uh, uh, folks out there. If you want to make a good chai, first you got to get the name right. Second, you got to spend some time on it, and yes. maybe some maybe put some love into it too.
1: Yeah, you can like maybe toss your leaves in there like your South Bay. Who knows? <laughs> What
0: a, salt, what a love salt bay leaves. Yeah, just sprinkle them in there, folks. Well, Bob, yes. and this has been this has been great. Uh, really appreciate your time sharing uh, with the community a little bit more about yourself, talking parallel, uh, of course, and and everything that's going on, and then um, giving giving folks uh, some more information about the game because that's what folks want to hear about. They want to learn about the game. They want to understand it better. They want to play better, and they want to enjoy it. Uh, so I think it's good for, for them to hear from you, somebody that is a game enjoyer, a, a good player, talk about it. So thank you.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me. It was glad to be here. I'm, I'm glad to be here, at least. It helps me with my own problems of public speaking, I guess. Thank you for the practice. <laughs>
0: hey, that's what we're here for. And um, I promise you, this won't be the last time. So uh, we'll we'll do it again in the future.
1: I'll maybe take you up on that. Who knows? It depends how I'm feeling.
0: <laughs> we'll have to get you and Astro in a room together and uh we can all go back and forth.
1: Mm. You might sell me on that actually. So. <laughs> I just
0: got to get your I just got to get all the the buddies in here and we can just have another hang. That's it.
1: Honestly, if you told me if we did this and you were not recording, I would be so much more better. I don't know why. <laughs> like I'm am I speaking English? I don't know. What are wor- what you.
0: are words even? <laughs> who made words who made the english language scholars still don't know they're still researching it
1: okay this is getting too deep uh, yeah
0: no the, the <laughs> jokes the jokes within jokes um a lot of inside jokes here with the team so thanks thanks everybody for listening appreciate it uh and, Bob, and thank you we will do this again and uh have a good rest of y'all's week and weekend uh and we'll catch you next time on the primetime pod
1: peace out thanks for listening